Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl. I'm Sarah. That's me. And a bi-demisexual girl. That's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, chat GPT. Sounds Sounds fake, fake, but but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod. Hello, children. How is everyone? Are you good? Are you having a nice time? Are you having fun? Are you enjoying the spring and or autumn where you are? Are you? I am. Okay. It's been raining a lot, so that's not enjoyable. It started getting hot here. Lola. I'm going to be in California starting tomorrow, and it's not supposed to be hot where I am, which is annoying. Well, yeah, because it's the north. Yeah, but it was, like, hot there last week, and now... The north is an enigma. Yeah, but it's like... Like, like, what do you mean it's 30 degrees cooler if you go two miles? I mean, that's kind of how Boston feels. I'm going to a wedding... And it's the part of it is an outside wedding, and I'm like, well, what if I get cold? Bring a sweater. I mean, I'm bringing a jacket. It's just like it doesn't 100% go with my outfit. So Bring it's like, leg warmers. I'm not gonna do that. Your loss. Okay. Do you have any housekeeping? Um, I hope to soon have some housekeeping. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask about that. I've had people ask me about that, and I have had no answers. I also have no answers. So, housekeeping soon? <laughs> Hashtag soon. <laughs> Hashtag soon? Question mark? Great. I've been checking, I've been checking the website, and things aren't there yet, even before us. So, hashtag soon. Cryptic. (sighs) What are we talking about this week? I need to find. So this week we're going to be asking ChatGPT, the AI, (laughs) um, about asexuality and aromanticism. This was suggested to us by Marlene on Instagram. Is Marlene German or Dutch? I, um... Uh, German, it seems. It's Marlene. Well, maybe not, because they're, well, because Europeans, <laughs> they just go everywhere. So I'm looking at um, her photos. Just deep diving into this person's Instagram. I'm just stalking her Instagram, and, like, there's, like, different, you know, the location tags are not. Hold on. Send me this person's Instagram. I got, I'll tell you. Okay. How will you know? I know everything. I'm sorry, Marlene, for stalking you like this. You understand. (laughs) Okay, well, you are so fucking bad at being a detective. Why? Oh, is it in the bio? There's a fundraiser in the bio that's in pounds. (laughs) Oh, well, you're in pounds. Depending on what you're measuring, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, thanks, Marlene. (laughs) Thanks, Marlene. Thanks, Marlene. Marlene had asked ChatGPT um, if 
it knew when he aced jokes. Mm-hmm. And it looks like also asked um, like for advice on coming out or like parents not responding well to a coming out. And it actually had like good things to say. Um, I've also, I don't know if it was on chat GPT, but I had my dad one time asked an AI to like, oh, maybe it was it my dad or someone else? Maybe it was someone in the Discord. Am I going completely <laughs> but cuckoo bananas? Your dad in the Discord. <laughs> I, I was say, someone once asked a, an AI of some sort to describe us, mm-hmm. and it, like, described our voice tones, our, yeah. like, sense of it was style. In the Discord. <laughs> okay, not my dad. I don't know why I thought I it was my it. dad. Whoever um, said that, please know you're now Kayla's dad. <laughs> you're my dad, I guess. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Um, which that's pretty wild. So I want to, I want to start by asking, tell me about Can I, can I, can I please give a disclaimer first? Yes, you do not like AI. I think AI is unilaterally bad. (laughs) But I think this is going to be interesting because I want to know what it has to say. But I hate AI. It's bad. Kill it. Okay, continue. AI is tough. I don't know. I I have a lot of mixed and conflicted feelings about it. So I asked to tell me about Sarah Costello. Mm-hmm. Um, it said there's, there's too many people with that name, and it, and you, it needs more context. Tell me about Sarah Costello, host of Sounds Fake. But okay, lots of typing in this episode. You're welcome. <laughs> oh no. Okay, interesting. Some things correct, lots of things not. Um, (laughs) Sarah Costello is the co-host of the podcast Sounds Fake But Okay, along with her partner, Kayla Connor. (laughs) Who is she? Who's that? The podcast is a weekly show that explores topics related to sexuality, relationships, and identity from a humorous and relatable perspective. Honestly. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Sarah and Kayla started the podcast in 2018. Is that true? 2017. Yeah, as a way to have conversations about topics that they felt were not being openly discussed in mainstream media. They wanted no. to create a safe and open space for people to share their experiences and learn no. more about themselves and the world around them. Not why we started it. <laughs> in addition to hosting the podcast, Sarah is also a freelance writer and editor. Congratulations. Um. <laughs> she has written oh. for publications such as Teen Vogue, Hello Giggles, and The Mary Sue and has covered topics ranging from pop pop culture to mental health. Yeah, I have not done yet. There must be another Sarah Costello out there who's a journalist. (laughs) Sarah is based in the United States and has a bachelor's degree in English from the University of Alabama. No, I don't. (laughs) She is known for her engaging and witty personality, as well as her commitment to promoting open and honest conversations about topics that are often considered taboo. I think it's combined me with another Sarah Costello. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Who's Kayla Connor? <laughs> I'm asking it to. Okay, it doesn't have an addition. Okay, it doesn't. Okay, t- there's no one else with my name. Please, it wants additional context on me. Unbelievable. What about Kayla Casica, host of the podcast? Sounds fake, but okay. Ah, ah, why? Okay, so. <laughs> Um, so it's like it told me that the actual co-host of the podcast is Kayla Connor. <laughs> it corrected uh, you. 
It corrected me. Kayla Connor is based in the United States and co-hosts the podcast with Sarah Costello. Together, they discuss topics related to sexuality, relationships, and identity and aim to create a safe and open space for the listeners. In addition to hosting the podcast, Kayla has a PhD. No, I'm a PhD student in chemistry and a researcher. I have a bachelor's degree in chemistry and mathematics from the University of Alabama, where I met you. Oh, hold on. It says that? Uh-huh. It says we met at the University of Alabama? Uh-huh. I've never been to Alabama. <laughs> I don't know that I have either. Her academic background and research experience provide a unique perspective to the podcast where she discusses issues related to gender, sexuality, and science. Wrong. Kayla is known for her sharp wit and her ability to make complex topics relatable and understandable. The podcast has gained a large following since it began in 2018, and Kayla Kayla and Sarah are regarded as two of the rising stars in the podcast world. (laughs) That's funny. I'm going to tell it no. The host is not Kayla Connor. It's Kayla Kazaka. That is a wild that, like, it knew enough about us to be like, oh, you met in college, but they got the college wrong. Yeah. It said it conducted more research and couldn't find any information about Kayla Kazaka. She, it's possible she's not a public figure. It does not have a significant online presence. I verified on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, we got to work on that. What should I ask it next, Sarah? Um, who is the godfather of asexuality? Who is the godfather of asexuality? Roll Tide! <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, Michael C. Jordan. Michael is C. Often, Jordan? Uh-huh. Who the it, fuck just is wait. That? Well, just wait. <laughs> is often considered the godfather of asexuality. Jordan is an asexual activist who coined the term asexual in the early 2000s. You He's can't coin... That term was not I, coined in the early 2000s. <laughs> He's a researcher and scholar, scholar, has published numerous academic articles and books on the topic. He's involved in the creation of various online resources and support groups, including Avon, which he co-founded in 2001. How is it so wrong? I'm going to ask it, who is David J? So it clearly is confusing David J. Okay, so it knows who David J is. That's the, it knows a lot about David that's J. That's the thing with AI is that, like, it knows a lot. It knows, okay, it knows so much, like, but when it fucks up, it fucks yeah. up bad. It's like when people were putting basic math into chat GPT and it was coming out wrong. It, yeah. It... It knows a lot about David J. I know David J has, like, I think his own dedicated Wikipedia, so it makes sense that they would know yeah. that. But, like, it, no- it has accurate information on David J. Who the fuck is Michael C. Jordan? Who is Mike? How do they spell Mike? Michael C. Jordan. Okay, yeah, it's still saying. Is, now I'm. So I just, I just Googled. Now my- I'm. Yeah. I just Googled Michael C. Jordan. The first thing that came back was, did you mean Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> the second... Okay, maybe... Am I stupid? Maybe this is a real guy. No, but the second thing that comes up is Michael C. Jordan, um, Marine Operations Manager for the New York Water Taxi on LinkedIn. <laughs> it's claiming that he published a book called Asexuality, Exploring the Spectrum of Human Sexuality, published in 2008. And asking about sex and growing up, a question and answer book for kids in 2009. And that he co-founded Avon. 
is this a real guy? And I've just never heard of him. Now I feel bad. Chat GPT is, is fucking gaslighting you. I'm like scared now that I've offended. No, I'm Googling this. Nothing is coming I up. I am too, and nothing is coming up. Wait. No, Michael Jackson. Okay, that's Michael Jackson. Okay, this guy isn't real. Yeah. No, this is not what? real. You're being it gaslit. Just, <laughs> it just came up with a... Like, it told me the... It told me his birth year. What birth year was it? 65. 65. <laughs> I'm so scared. Um. Yeah, no, I can't find anything to do with Michael C. Jordan and asexuality. I'm... How about Michael C. Jordan Avon? I'm baffled. Uh, Michael C. Jordan passed away on January 24th, 2016, age 63, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. There's one in Burbank. I have his phone number. There's just... This is a bad answer. There's I'm a, rating this answer. Michael bad. C. Jordan um, and, that died in Columbus, Ohio in January. Michael? I'm giving it feedback. Michael C. Jordan is not a real person. Michael B. Jordan Period. lives in Sino Mansion for $13 million. <laughs> Okay, anyway. <laughs> what should I do next? What is asexuality? No, am I asexual? Ooh. That's a good one. It's going to tell me. It can't tell me, I think. Yeah, okay. Okay, interesting. So it says, as an AI language model, which, speaking of AI, I saw a tweet from a professor the other day that was like, I received my first paper that was written by an AI today. Mm -hmm. And they were like, the way I was able to tell is that there was a sentence that was like, as an AI language model, I can, I don't have a personal history with XYZ the paper was about, but blah, blah, blah. But like the person didn't even didn't take, even that, take out. that out. They didn't even read they it. They didn't even read it. It was so funny. Okay. As an AI language model, I am not able to determine whether or not you are asexual. However, I can provide some information that may be helpful in exploring your sexual orientation. This is how I'm going to start answering emails when people <laughs> email us. And I'm like, am I asexual? As a, as a human podcast host who has never met you. I recently added to our contact form on our website a disclaimer that was like, we are not professionals. Yeah. So... Be careful asking us for advice. Because <laughs> I was talking to my therapist about, like, just the, like, heaviness of some of the questions we were asked. Not yeah. to, like, hate on anyone that's sending yeah. these. Just, like, you know. It has an impact on us, too. And by us, I mean you, because I don't read them. Yeah. Um, and she was like, you should really put a disclaimer on there that, like, she was like, this is what, like, therapists with social media presences do all the time is like i'm a therapist i am not your therapist and i was like yeah, yeah maybe i should add something and be like yeah you can ask us but i'm just a 25 year old guy yeah to be clear if you want to address an email to me if you want me you to should read say it that. you should t you should say that you want me to read it you read them you just don't answer them so here's the information that will give us about asexuality asexuality is a sexual orientation characterized by a lack of sexual attraction to others Asexual individuals may still experience romantic attraction and desire intimate relationships, but they do not experience sexual attraction in the same way that allosexual individuals do. Oh. Asexuality is a legitimate sexual orientation. It is not a disorder, a medical condition, or a choice. Big slay. Oh. Slay. I'll forgive you for Michael C. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, we can forget him. If you are questioning whether or not you may be asexual, you may find it helpful to explore your feelings and experiences around sexual attraction. Some questions you may ask yourself include, do I experience sexual attraction to others? If so, 
Yeah, that's if, really if, not good if advice. If you're wondering if you're asexual, why don't you ask yourself, am I asexual? <laughs> Terrible advice. If so, what types of individuals do I experience sexual attraction towards? Do I experience sexual attraction consistently, occasionally, or not at all? How do I feel about sex and sexual activity? How do I feel about romantic relationships and intimacy? Bad questions. There's no one right way to be as asexual, and it is possible to identify as asexual and experience a wide range of romantic and intimate relationships. It may be helpful to speak with a therapist or join an online community to discuss your feelings and experiences to learn more about asexuality and how it relates to your identity. Not bad. Mixed bag. Mixed bag. The questions, like, aren't great, but, yeah. like, the definition is, the like, pretty correct. Yeah, it's pretty decent. Uh, what is a romanticism? What is a romanticism? It is a romantic orientation characterized by a lack of romantic attraction to others. Aromantic people do not experience romantic attraction or desire romantic relationships in the same way that all sexual individuals do. Not quite mm, true. Yeah, that's not quite true. Uh, again, it is a romantic orientation, not a disorder, medical condition, or choice. Um, aromantic individuals may still experience sexual attraction and desire sexual relationships, but they do not experience romantic attraction or desire romantic relationships. Again, not quite true. Um, some arrow individuals may also experience a desire for close friendships and platonic relationships that are not romantic in nature. Uh, it's important to note that not all individuals who are asexual also identify as aromantic and vice versa. They are separate but related orientations. Uh, like other minority sexual orientations, aromanticism is still widely misunderstood and stigmatized by society. However, there are growing communities and resources available. Okay. Not terrible, but not great. Yeah. I want to ask it, is asexuality part of the LGBT mm. community? That's good. Oh my god, why does it know so much? I'm scared. What is it saying? Uh, it says asexuality is often considered to be part of the LGBT plus community, and then it goes into, like, what that means. The acronym acronym has been expanded in recent years to include additional identities, such as the letter A. While asexuality is not a sexual orientation that is based on same-sex attraction or gender identity, it is considered part of the broader umbrella of sexual and gender diversity. Asexual individuals may face similar forms of stigma, discrimina discrimination, and marginalization as other sexual and gender minorities and may benefit from the same type of community support and advocacy. It is important to note that not all asexual individuals identify as part of the LGBT plus community, and some may prefer to identify with other communities or movements. The decision to identify with a particular community is a personal one and may depend on a variety of factors, including individual experiences, social context, and cultural norms. It knows so much. Yeah. Who told it that? Everyone. Stop it. Um, I, I want to ask it about queer platonic relationships. Oh. Should I ask what is a queer platonic relationship? Yeah. What is a queer platonic relationship? It's a type of close relationship that is non-romantic, but still involves a deeply emotional and often physical connection. I don't know if often is true. QPRs are often formed between individuals who may identify as a romantic, asexual, or having a non-traditional approach to relationships. Um, partners may share aspects of their lives, such as living together, raising children, sharing finances. Um, however, the relationship is not sexual or romantic in nature. Instead, of it's based on a deep emotional bond and desire for intimacy and companionship without the expectations of traditional romantic relationships. 
The term queer in QPR refers to the fact that these relationships do not conform to traditional norms and expectations. The term platonic refers to the fact that the relationship is not sexual in nature. Uh, QPRs are increasingly recognized and valid within the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. Mm. It knows. Oh, should I ask it? Do you think it knows what a zucchini is, mm. but in the in the context of QPR? Yeah, find out. I don't know how to spell zucchini. What is a zucchini in the context of a QPR? God damn it! It knows everything! Fuck. Uh, zucchini is a term that some individuals use to refer to... Wait, no, just kidding! <laughs> just kidding! You tricked me! It's in our house? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. In the context of a queer platonic relationship, a zucchini is a term that some individuals use to refer to a sex toy that may be shared or used within the QPR. It just told me that they don't have sex. The term is often used as a code word or euphemism to avoid using more explicit or triggering language. Um, some individuals who are part of a QPR may still experience sexual attraction or desire and may choose to incorporate sexual activities into the relationship. Now, True, but goes directly yeah, against what it just it's, said. It's, it's conflicting against itself. It's important to note that the use of a zucchini or any other sexual activity within a QPR should be consensual and negotiated between all parties involved. Some individuals who are part of a QPR may choose to avoid sexual activities altogether, and that is also a valid choice. <laughs> so true. Um, except tell except it your definition of zucchini is just wrong. I'm going to tell it it's wrong. Um... This is how, not. How good is ChatGPT at accepting feedback? <laughs> I, well, it like you can provide like you, I'm not telling it like you're wrong. You yeah. can like up like upvote or downvote something it tells you, and then like provide feedback of like this isn't true. I think you this should is just not say what a zucchini is. You're fucking stupid. Okay, you're... I'll say that next. Okay. It is actually what some. QPR members refer to their partner as submit feedback. I'm teaching. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I I gave it I gave it the my feedback and yeah. its new answer given my information mm -hmm. is that zucchini is a term used to describe a shared living arrangement. The term comes from the idea that zucchinis are a versatile and practical vegetable that can be used in a variety of dishes and can be grown and shared among individuals. Ah, uh, yes. A food that can be grown and shared among individuals. How unique. You're fucking stupid. I'm sorry if I've said something to upset you or give you that impression as an AI language model. I strive to provide helpful and accurate responses to your questions. Are you asexual? It's taking a long time to think. <laughs> as an AI language model, I do not have a sexual orientation, as I am not a sentient being and do not experience emotions or desires. What if you just ask it, like, why do doesn't... Do you want to fuck? No, I was going to say, why doesn't no. my mother love me? Just, like, if oh, okay. you ask it a question well, like that, like, what, what the fuck is it saying? my mother love me? It's going to give me advice, I think. I'm sorry to hear that you're feeling this way. I want, <laughs> I want to emphasize that I am an AI language model and I do not have access to personal information about you or your family. It is not appropriate or possible for me to provide a definitive answer to your question without more context. 
It is important to remember that every relationship is complex and influenced by a variety of factors, including individual personalities, past experiences, and cultural and social norms. If you are struggling with issues related to your relationship with your mother, I would encourage you to seek support from a trusted friend or family member, a mental health professional, or a support group. <laughs> Thanks, chat GPT. Um, oh, I just had an idea of what to ask it. Oh, I, I had one that I thought of a while ago. It was... um. I want I want to ask it what the uh, like what the mascot of asexuality. What is the mascot of asexuality? Oh okay. Um, there's no official mascot of asexuality as asexuality is a sexual orientation, not a sports team. <laughs> However, some individuals and groups. That's what you the, think. <laughs> I, exactly. Some individuals and groups within the ACE community have adopted various symbols and mascots to represent their identity and pride. One such symbol is the Ace of Spades. Another symbol associated with asexuality is the gray asexual flag, which consists of four horizontal stripes of different shades of gray. I don't know if that's true. I feel like that's just list naming a flag. Yeah. Oh, what is an ace ring? I was hoping it would say cake. Yeah. It knew what an ace ring is. Mm. I wonder if you asked it that just as the first question, if it would have the same answer. Or if it understands. Like, well, can start a new chat. I don't know if that's good enough, though. Like, it would have to be, like, somebody else. On a I don't different know if that's computer. how it works. Our computers it's giving me to the us. Si- I know it does, but I asked a new chat and it gave me the same answer. Mm. Um, you should ask it what color asexuality is. What color is asexuality? <laughs> There's not one specific color associated with asexuality, as asexuality is a sexual orientation, not a visual or physical attribute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, disagree. <laughs> uh, but the community has adopted certain colors. Black, uh, gray, white, no mention of purple. What the fuck? It told me, like, why those colors, too, and then just said nothing said about nothing purple. about purple. What about aromanticism? What does it say about aromanticism? What do you have to say about aromanticism? I meant about the color, but okay. <laughs> it's just giving me the definition. Yeah, what color What color is aromanticism? That's what I was What color is aromanticism? Green. Okay, so it knows that, but it doesn't know asexuality is purple? gray black yep wow all right sure can you ask it if bts is gay is bts gay there is no evidence that the members of bts no gay. (laughs) it is (laughs) important sarah what it is important to recognize that someone's sexual orientation or gender identity is their own personal information that is true and accurate (laughs) Assuming or speculating about someone's sexual orientation or gender identity without their explicit confirmation can be harmful and disrespectful. That's true. However, have you seen that queer coding? I have. Absurd. Um, Also, listen, Yungi has specifically... We're not going to claim this. How do I date when I'm aromantic? Dating as an arrow individual can be challenging, as it can be difficult to navigate romantic expectations and emotions. 
However, it is possible to have fulfilling relationships, whether romantic or not, as an arrow individual. Here are some tips on how to approach dating as an aromantic person. I can't wait. One, communicate your needs and boundaries. Be honest with your partner about your aromantic identity and what you are and are not comfortable with in a relationship. This can help to prevent misunderstanding and hurt feelings down the line. Okay. That's great. Consider alternative relationship models. You may find that a traditional romantic relationship does not meet your needs, so it may be helpful to explore other relationship models such as queer platonic relationships, friendships, or casual dating. Excellent advice. Look for like-minded individuals. Seek out others who share your identity or who are open to non-romantic relationships. This may involve joining online communities, attending social events, or being upfront about your preferences on dating apps. Embrace your own interests and passions. Focus on building connections with others based on shared interests rather than solely on romantic attraction. This can help to build fulfilling and meaningful relationships outside of a traditional romantic context. The most important thing is to be true to yourself and your own needs and boundaries and communicate openly and honestly with your partners. Boring. Boring. Not bad, though. Yeah. I had, I had something, but I, I've got it. Um... What can I do to become hotter? Okay. <laughs> it's important to remember that hotness is subjective and can mean different things to different people. Yeah, just stick yourself in the fucking microwave. F- shut up. <laughs> Focusing too much on physical appearance can be harmful to your mental health and self-esteem. That being said, here are some tips on how to feel more confident in your appearance. Interesting. Okay. Practice good hygiene. No. <laughs> Dress in a way that makes you feel confident. Fine. Exercise and eat a healthy diet. No. Focus on self-care. Maybe. Remember, your worth is not determined by your physical appearance. It's important to focus on your own well-being and to treat yourself with kindness and respect, regardless of how you look. Why is ChatGPT such a fucking narc? (laughs) Let me be hot. Go off. That's all. How to kiss. How to kiss. How to kiss. How to kiss. Kissing can be a fun and intimate experience, but it can also be nerve-wracking if you're new to it. Here are some tips on how to kiss. Stop telling me to have good hygiene. I won't. (laughs) Make sure you brush your teeth and use mouthwash beforehand to ensure fresh breath. Get comfortable. Sorry, I'm I'm imagining, like, teenagers at the movies and be like, oh, shit, we might kiss. And then you just, like, pull out of your bed. You have, you know those, you know those like portable, like the, the yeah, use once little. But you have to spit them somewhere. I recently had this conversation with someone about. I yeah, you don't fucking swallow them. I know. So where? Oh, you mean you have to like spit your spit out? The or like your the stick has to go somewhere. No, don't the when you do when you do the little disposable one time. Don't swallow? I don't think you're supposed to. I don't know if that's true. It's toothpaste. It's not really toothpaste, though, I don't think. I recently had this conversation because I saw someone driving on the road and they had like a sucker, like a lollipop in their mouth. But Mm -hmm. at first I thought it was a toothbrush and I thought they were driving their car down the 405, brushing their teeth. And I was like, where are you going to spit the toothpaste? I wouldn't be surprised. After I learn about kissing, I'll ask it okay. if you have to spit. Okay. Uh, get comfortable. Find a private and comfortable location where you won't be interrupted or distracted. Make sure you're both in a relaxed and comfortable state of mind. Okay. Lean 
in and make eye contact. This is Eyes like the wide open. where girls are like, this is how guys go into kiss. And it's just like, <laughs> you guys can't see me. But imagine, you know what, you, you know what, it, you've seen it. Just wide eyes. Just <laughs> When you feel ready, lean in and make eye contact with your partner to let them know you're about to kiss them. <laughs> Every time I make eye contact with someone, it is I am telegraphing to that I am kiss. about to make out with you. Yeah. Start with a gentle kiss. Start with a soft, closed-mouthed kiss and gradually increase the intensity if you and your partner become more comfortable. Now, I think you should just stick your tongue in their mouth and see what happens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> pay attention to your partner's body language. Kissing is a two-way street, so it's important to pay attention to your partner's body language and reaction. Are we sure it's not a four-lane highway? Exactly. Um, do you have to spit when you use a single use? What are they called? A toothbrush. Like, like a yeah, but like, what's the brand? I it's, don't know. It's like whisk. Ask like ask Chat GPT. What the brand? No, is. you do not have to spit when you use a single use toothbrush. Single use toothbrushes, also known as disposable toothbrushes, are designed to be used once and then discarded. They typically come preloaded with toothpaste and are meant to be used without water or rinsing. See? So, do you AI told it? me I... Yeah. I don't want to do but that. But it says you can spit. It told me I can spit if I want to in a trash can or an appropriate disposable <laughs> method. If I want. What if I want to spit it in your face? What brand makes single-use toothbrush? Colgate Oral-B gum. No, but no, what? There's a name for them. Now I have to Google it. See, this isn't good for anything. Wisp. Colgate Wisp. That is what you said. Yes. I was right. Or maybe you yes, said what Wisp. Would you like? What would you like to ask? What is a door wall? What is a door wall? I have a question next. I have a question. Door wall is a regional term used mainly in the Midwest and Great Lakes regions of the United States. I'm now recording again. It stopped me. Oh, no. Um... Anyway, ah, I'm making it so I can line it up. <laughs> okay. I was like, shut up. Uh, okay, so describe a type of sliding glass door that provides access to a room, to a, from a room to an outdoor patio or deck. It's a combination of door and wall and is used interchangeably with sliding glass door or patio door. I'm correct. Can a four-year-old child be inherently I thought evil? thought it was eight. Either way, it doesn't matter. No, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, a four-year-old child could not be inherently evil. Can you just just How ask it? Can, can just ask it? Can an eight-year-old <laughs> child be inherent inherently evil? What about eight? Fuck. I think you should just ask it. Is man inherently evil? Oh, is man inherently? It's still telling me about eight-year-olds. Okay. Oh, it's just telling me about philosophy. I, I want to know your philosophy. ChatGPT. <laughs> it's not giving me a straight... It's... Oh, humans are complex and whatever. But it does Is say... AI inherently... Oh, that's a good question. Interesting! AI, or artificial intelligence, is not inherently evil. AI is simply a tool that can be programmed and used for a variety of purposes, both positive that and negative. That is a political but answer. That just seems a little convenient. That is a political, convenient. that is a pre-programmed mm -hmm. political answer. 
Is it okay to write in my books? We're going to settle all of our arguments right now. <laughs> right now. Whether or not it is okay to write in your books is a matter of personal preference and context in which the books are being and used. And I'm right. If it's a personal copy that you own and you do not plan to resell them, then you are free to write in them. If it helps you engage with the material, take notes or highlight important passages. However, if the book is borrowed from a library or a friend, it's considered disrespectful. What was our other argument um, about? It was something to do with space. Is there a, is there a center of space? Is there a... Is, of the universe? No, there's... No. Yes. Wait, I forgot what my stance was. <laughs> it's one of our biggest is arguments, and you forgot center? your stance? I forgot. I forgot. Center of... Is there a sink? <laughs> Listen, it's tough. The only one of our arguments I've not changed my stance on is, like, the writing in books. Like, the children being inherently evil... I'm wishy-washy well, on my answer If other there. people want to write in books, whatever, I just am strongly against it in my own life. And if I see you doing it, I will, especially in fiction. Okay, this said that there's no known center of the universe. Correct. But that says it's not known. You didn't even, you didn't even know your stance 30 seconds okay, ago. Okay, but now I, re- <laughs> now I remember. And what my stance was... Is that the universe is expanding every exactly. second? Exactly. Why? Which, means which is wh- every... in every direction. Which is why there is no center to the universe. Yeah. Yes, there is. At every second, there is a new center. But how long is a second? When does a second end? It doesn't matter, Sarah. There is. I'm just telling you that, like, literally, there is a center. It's just constantly moving as it constantly expands. I think that's equivalent to there not being a center. But you're wrong. Chat GPT doesn't say so. Okay, well, Chat GPT also said that Michael C. Jordan <laughs> was the godfather of asexuality. Listen, I took, I believe, one more astro class than you did. Okay, first of all, Chat GPT said it's worth noting that the concept of a center of the universe is rooted in certain phil- philosophical and religious beliefs rather than science observation or evidence. So, so it's so that's just saying that the fact that we're even talking about this isn't even scientific because there is no center of the universe. That is not I what think it that's says. What it's, <laughs> it's not. I'm right. <laughs> I am, and I don't want to hear it from anyone who knows about science. <laughs> that that see that right there I'm is incriminating. Not interested. <laughs> you know what it is more is that I hate science. Mm. And I'm too stupid. Like, people are going to come in and they're going to, like, tell us the science. And I don't get it. You know, I uh, I read a script today that I had to give feedback on. And as a part of that script, they moved a house. Like, they, oh. like, they, like moved a house 10 feet. And in my, my notes. Because you can do well, that. In my notes, I was like, is this possible? If it doesn't, like, if it doesn't have a basement... Can you just do that? Genuinely asking. My film degree didn't cover this. You can. I have. They, you can. can. But I can have you do bef- it in like a couple hours? Probably not. Well, it depends on the size of the house. Is it a tiny home? Not a tiny home. Because like I've seen legitimately a house on, the highway. on a semi truck. I've seen that too. Le- moving away. But aren't those houses leaving. that are like designed to be moved? Like if it's a probably, but if, if it a house doesn't have a basement, 
can you just move if it it's 10 feet? sitting yeah well because if it's saying it's like sitting on a concrete foundation you just move the I think you foundation. could technically jack up the house enough. <laughs> you could not do that in a few hours, I don't think, if it's, okay. like, larger than a tiny home. Hey, is anyone here from Gander, Newfoundland? Do most of your houses have basements? <laughs> is that where it's set? Yes. Interesting. Well. <laughs> uh. Can't wait. Why don't we just ask? Oh, my God. Can you move a house 10 feet? Within a couple, like, I know you can't, like, you could disassemble the whole fucking house, but, like, I'm talking about, like, as, as a fairly simple, though probably intensive task. It said it would require significant planning, preparation, and resources. You'd have to lift the entire structure off its foundation and place it onto a trailer or other transportation Well, I'm not system. moving it that far. Um, how long... Does it take to move a house 10 feet? <laughs> it can vary, as you might imagine. Not a helpful Mo answer. As a general estimate, moving a small to medium-sized house 10 feet might take several days to a few weeks. So. That's not what happened. But also, that's factoring in the time, the transportation of the house. But we're just moving we're just it 10, moving feet. 10 feet. Yeah. So, um, oh, and you have to reinstall the house onto new foundation and reconnect the utilities. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. You have to unplug the house <laughs> and plug it back from in its again. socket and plug it back in. Um, can you ask it if most houses in Gander, Newfoundland have basements? Do most houses in, what is it, Gander? Gander, G-A-N-D-E-R. It's where I come from away. space. How, how do you spell Newfoundland? New found land. Okay. In Gander, Newfoundland, the prevalence of basements and houses can vary depending on the age and location of the property. Not fucking helpful. Many older homes in Gander were built without basements, as this was a common practice in the area due to the rocky terrain and high water table. However, most recent construction in the area may include basements. Well, it was an old house. In the, the fictional script I was reading. The prevalence of basements in Gander is likely similar to other areas in Newfoundland and Labrador. Okay, well, I don't know about other areas. If you're looking Labrador. to purchase or rent a property in Gander and require a basement, it's important to communicate this requirement to your real estate agent or oh, landlords. Yeah. They can no. assist you in finding a suitable point. property. <laughs> Thank you so really much, ChatGPT. That's so helpful. Truly remarkable. Um, all right. Uh, can you ask ChatGPT what's our poll for this week? Oh, what's our poll for this week? It doesn't have access to information about any ongoing polls or surveys. Can you please provide me with more context or information about the poll you're referring to? What should I make a, make a poll about for my podcast episode? Uh, boring. Mm. Ask your listeners to share their favorite episode. Pull your yeah. listeners to see which topics they'd like you to cover in the future. Ask listeners to share opinions on current news events or trending topics. <sighs> These are boring. Our poll for this week is... Is AI evil? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. All right. You can tell us about your beef, your juice, um... 
that time that you had an absolute smackdown with AI. Hold um, on. What? I asked I asked it to tell me about Sounds Fake, but okay. Okay. And now it says it's hosted by Kayla Kazaka and Sarah Costello. Interesting. It says also we're both ace and arrow, which isn't true. Not true. Where did we meet? Didn't say. Ask it where we met. Where did Kayla Kazaka and Sarah Costello meet? <laughs> okay. Okay. So we met on Tumblr in 2014. In 2014? And then we bonded as ace and arrow people what happened to the university of alabama roll tide <laughs> and soon began collaborating on projects in 2017 correct we launched the podcast and we continue to work closely together and have developed a close friendship over the years bama hashtag roll yeah. tide <laughs> roll tide baby i'm asking it about our book now okay it was not published in 2021 wait no, no. it wasn't it came out this year <laughs> I just watched the brain cells leave your head. <laughs> it's 12.04 a.m. Um, okay. It knows that we wrote the book. Mm-hmm. It doesn't know when it was published. It does know there's personal anecdotes. I mean, neither did neither did half of our distributors know when it was released. True. It also thinks that it has original illustrations and comics. It does know there's quotes from listeners. I bet it thinks that it has original illustrations and comics because of Michelle's... Because Michelle's book does? Yeah. Probably. Anyway, that's enough. All right. I'm done now. Um, you can tell us about your beef, your juice, your... Yeah, whatever. On our social media, it <laughs> sounds fake pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash sounds fake pod. Uh, if you want to support us there for some reason, our... Wait, did we... Are we supposed to do our beef and juice first? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kayla, what's your beef and your juice this week? Um, my beef is that I washed my hair today and it didn't come out good. But I, like, washed it specifically today because I'm starting to travel tomorrow. And I was like, I need to do good hair. So, and now it's like, what was the point right. of that? Sorry to hear um, that. Thank you for your condolences. Um, My juice is that I'm an F1 girly now. Oh, okay. Um... I started watching the F... Yeah, exactly. I started watching the F1 documentary series on Netflix. I'm only now on the 2019 season of F1, so don't spoil it. Oh, boy. (laughs) I already spoiled it for myself. Don't worry, everyone. Um, But yeah, I'm a sports guy now, so... Okay, good for you. Um, Thanks. I feel like I said that exact same thing last week. You certainly did, but you weren't... You weren't up to 2019, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was on it. I was on the first season. I, my juice is season two of the show. Last okay. time it was season one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, my beef and my juice. Uh, the WGA is on strike. Um, the Writers Guild of America, East and West. Uh, which I'm glad they're on strike, but I am not glad that they have to be on strike. Here's a crazy thought: writers should be able to make a living wage that sounds right especially when like the heads of studios are making like you know tens and hundreds of millions of dollars a year Mm -hmm. that's all 
Anyway, back oh, to our patrons, you. our $5 patrons, uh, who we are promoting this week are Ellie, Emily M, George Anchors, Green, Underscore, Sarah, and H. Valdez. Our $10 patrons who are promoting something this week are Ruby, who would like to promote at a speculations song of storm who would like to promote healthy work-life balance the steve who would like to promote ecosia a search engine for the trees and circle Taya, circle Tao, who would like to promote the fact that england isn't real we also have a new ten dollar patron it is coolin and coolin has informed Ooh. us via discord that they would like to promote evan gia i think it's gia not gia maybe it's gia She's a she's a singer. She's a musical artist. I know exactly one of her songs. It's called Sidelines. It's very good. Um, but according to Coolin, she makes pretty bangers. According to Chat BGPT, they don't know who that person is. Uh, did you spell it G I I A? Evan G I I A. Nope. Useless. All right. Our other $10 patrons are Arknus, Allison, Benjamin Ibarra, David Harris, Derek and Carissa, El Bitter, my Aunt Jeannie, Maggie Capello, Martin, Giselle, Maddie, Potato, Purple Haze, and the Barefoot Backpacker. Our $15 patrons are Andrew Hillam, who would like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast, Changeling Alice, the Ace Cat, Alex, the Ace Cat, who would like to promote StarshipChangeling.net, Click for Caroline, who would like to promote Ace of Hearts, and the fact that she's been doing all sorts of stuff recently. Dia Chappelle, who would so like to promote twitch.tv slash Melody Dia. Hector Mario, who would like to promote friends that are supportive, constructive, and happy grows a better person. John Young, who would like to promote um, not supporting AI. I said that. John didn't say that. I don't know if John has the same stance as me. Math, who would like to promote catching up with the podcast. That is a long cat. Nathaniel White, who would like to promote Nathaniel J. Kayla Zanina, who would like to promote kmaggartart.com, and Sarah Jones, who is at Eternal Molly Everywhere. Our $20 patrons are Sabrina Hawk, Christmas, and Dragonfly, who would like to promote long cats. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cows.